Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So how are we starting this again? (laughs) Just like that. Welcome everyone to Positively Trek. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Are we going to start it this way every week? Yes, it's going to start every week with you asking me, how are we starting this again? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, Dan, I guess this is it. This is our first episode. And, you know, first episodes are usually awkward. Yes, I would say that is definitely the case. You know, you and I have podcasted a lot together before, though. So, you know, this should be... Oh, yeah, I know who you are. (laughs) You're that guy. You're that guy. You're Dan Gunther. I am Dan Gunther. And you are Bruce Gibson. That's right. Yes. And this is Positively Track. It is. that. We're starting it off. And I think it's funny because, yeah, this is the first episode. So, you know, what do you expect? You know? (laughs) It's like you come in here and you think, oh, they're going to be well polished. They've got this in the bag. They do this all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, we do Literary Treks, which is on Trek FM, which does the books and comics of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. let's talk about other things of Star Trek. And yes, there's a lot of general Star Trek podcasts out there. This one's different because it has me and Dan on it. Exactly. I think that is, I, I mean, I would listen to us. I would listen to us while we're recording. I don't know if I'll listen to us after. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't often re-listen to literary treks after I've recorded them. So that's a good point. But we hope that you all out there will listen to us because- Uh, I think we're doing something that's kind of interesting. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, The show is called Positively Trek, and that's kind of the feeling we want to bring to it, a feeling of positivity, a feeling of celebrating this franchise that we love. And right now, it feels like there's a lot of polarizing conversations and negativity out there, and we just kind of want to counter that a little bit and talk about Star Trek in positive terms. Now, I do want to say that's not to say that we won't be critical of some things of Star Trek, and, you know, we'll have our opinions and and that sort of thing, but we want to be expressing them positively rather than in a negative way. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I mean, honestly, I love being a fan of Star Trek. And I have loved getting to know people online and discussing Star Trek and doing podcasts with you and discussing Star Trek. I mean, I've been a Star Trek fan, I, you know, for 30 years. Now, I was a casual fan before that, but I really look at 1990 as the year that I really became like a hardcore Star Trek fan. Gosh, it's been 30 years. That's amazing. But I never really had anybody to talk about it with. I didn't really have many Star Trek fans. And maybe I'd meet one, but it was short-lived because, you know, moved on to other places or whatever. And so, you know, just don't talk to that person. And I love the community, but I don't like the negativity. I don't like the bashing of things. I don't like just attacking actors or writers or creators or whatever. I mean, they're they're their jobs. They're trying to do their best. I mean, whether mm-hmm. you believe that or not, I mean, they're trying to do something good. And I enjoy everything. I'm not here to have negative feelings about anything. This is my escapism. 
you know, I deal with work and I deal with stuff all day and it's stressful and there's other things in my life that I have to deal with that aren't always pleasant. But <laughs> Star Trek is the time where I'm supposed to just like chill and have fun. And that's what this is about. It's about us celebrating Star Trek, about us celebrating our love for Star Trek. And when we say our love, meaning your love, the listeners, our love of Star Trek and having fun with it. That's what it is. And we'll analyze stuff and we'll dig into stuff and we'll just like, ooh, you know, look at this and look how this connects to that. And ooh, they pulled from this episode and put it into this episode of Picard or Discovery or whatever. That's what I love. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do on this show. I don't know if Dan wants to do this or not, but that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm saying. That, I mean, I couldn't have put it more perfectly myself. That's exactly how I feel about this. Star Trek has been a huge love of my life for almost as long as I can remember. Just the the opportunity to talk about about this thing that I love with like-minded fans such as yourself, Bruce, and such as you, the listener out there. I, I love this opportunity and it, it should be fun. This is what we're doing. We'll nitpick for sure. I mean, we see a boom mic in an episode. We're going to talk about that, but not in an overly negative way. That's just being really negative to get clicks and listens. We want to have intelligent, thoughtful conversations about Star Trek that fundamentally are about this thing that we love, this love that we share for this universe that has given so much to me and I love it. Wow. This is like a love fest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start, we'll sit around in a circle and start singing Kumbaya in Romulan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear you do that. <laughs> you know, there's so much sugar in the sweetness of podcasts. It's like bad for your teeth. <laughs> it's just, it's really pathetic right now. No, but I mean, that's really what it is. And there's so many times that Dan and I talk, offline when we're not recording one of our other shows and we get into this whole conversation about something and we go gosh that would have been great just on a podcast like too bad we didn't record that or have something to put that on well now we do mm -hmm. and we want to share this experience with you guys you know this is a community this podcast is part of a community and we're not going to isolate it to the bruce and dan show we're going to have guests on whether they're professional people associated with Star Trek, whether they're fans like us that aren't well-known or whatever, we're just big fans, and we're just going to have fun with that. And we're going to talk about other things, like we'll talk about other podcasts. Mm -hmm. If we hear a podcast that we thought, oh, wow, there's this great interview that the so-and-so show had with so-and-so, we're going to tell you about it because it's just us like all talking to each other. Well, of course, we can't hear you talking right now. <laughs> we can hear ourselves talking. But you can send us emails once we get an email account set up, I guess. But we'll do emails or social media or whatever. And then, you know, I want it to be where you can listen to us and, and say, hey, I want to know what Bruce and Dan have to say about this recent thing that was just on this episode or was just in the news or whatever. Because we, like I said, we'll, we'll call it out to other podcasts or websites or whatever. So you know where to see some cool things that we saw. That's exactly right. We want to make this a show that, you know, that you, the listener have ownership of as well. And that kind of interaction I think is really important and bringing those ideas and giving a voice to, you know, this side of fandom that wants to make its voice heard through positivity and, and good interactions with each other that are meaningful, you know, not just kind of this 
passive listening fly by night thing, but we want to, we want to really engage with people and really engage with people. We want to engage with people. And I like that name for a podcast. Oh wait, that was Mm, already used. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that in mind, actually, you know, we, we actually do have a Twitter for this um, podcast uh, at Positively Trek. We don't even have a show yet. This is our first episode. But one thing that I wanted to talk about in this first episode is I did create a little poll on that uh, Twitter account. Can we call polls to polls? To polls. I liked it. I created it to poll. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what her parents said. We created it to poll. Look. Yep. Totally. That's what it is from now on. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And there's bad jokes in this. Oh, yeah. No, we love puns. (laughs) Coming from me, for sure. (laughs) Puns are the highest form of humor. Absolutely. I'm a dad, so yeah, dad jokes. Excellent. And I'm 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 an aspiring dad, maybe, I guess. Yeah, sure. There you go. (laughs) So for our first to poll, that's sticking, by the way. We're going with that. I asked, what does Star Trek mean most to you? Now it was a Twitter to poll, so there were only four options. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Um, There are only four options you can have in those. I had 194 respondents to the poll, which is not bad. There's only 40 followers of the Twitter account as of this recording. So that's that's pretty good. Um, But I asked, what does Star Trek mean most to you? The four options were exploration of space, examining social issues, cool battles and special effects, and great drama slash stories. When I asked this question, the lowest uh, response, 3.6% liked uh, the cool battles and special effects. And that's kind of what I was expecting. It's kind of the way it's worded too. It makes it sound that that one's kind of what I'm trying to minimize because battles, you know, Star Trek's not necessarily really usually about big battles and stuff but i was actually surprised by the one that won out and then in retrospect i'm actually not that surprised so exploration of space was next with 19.1 percent examining social issues came in second with 36.1 percent but the winner uh with 41.2 so not a huge margin but edging it out was great drama slash stories And in retrospect, that makes a total amount of sense. Star Trek is about entertainment first and foremost. And, you know, there there are things about it that we all find very important. So for me, social issues are a big part of why I love Star Trek. It can talk about those things in a science fiction setting. But when it comes down to it, most of us are there for great drama and stories. And that's perfect to me. Like, that's what a good show should be about and star trek above all else is a collection of great shows so that's what i voted for was great drama and stories but i also look at that because the four options that was the last one listed i also look at that as kind of being uh, all of the above because to me it's like if you have great drama and stories in star trek you're getting exploration of space you're getting examining social issues and you're getting cool battles and special effects that's a great you know? point. <laughs> That's like the whole package to me. And then, you know, you're going to have some great drama and stories that don't have exploration of space that aren't involving social issues or cool battles and special effects. And that's fine, too. As long as, like you're saying, as long as they're great stories that we can watch or read. And by the way, that's another thing about this podcast. We will talk about books and comics and games and whatever. Anything Star Trek related. Just wanted to throw that out there. 
and that's a big reason why I'm interested in this podcast and what we're doing as well. So you might know us from Literary Treks where we talk about just books and comics, but really opening that discussion up to all aspects of Star Trek. That's, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Oh my gosh, it was so crazy, Dan, because, you know, I've been reading all these Star Trek books and then just realized, did you know they actually have Star Trek TV series and movies? I've heard that. You can actually watch Star Trek. Whoa. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I hadn't. Uh, that's that's really cool. <laughs> the, the thing is, a lot of this came also from uh, before we talk about the books and comics on literary treks, we would sometimes have conversations before and after recording that, you know, we're like, oh, man, I wish we could open this discussion up to more people. But the podcast we're doing doesn't really allow for that. It's kind of a narrow focus. So, you know, making this a wider ranging podcast, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. So, okay, here's an example. So before we started recording today's show, I was telling Dan about a situation that happened to me at work today. And, of course, I tell him the story, and we're like, oh, well, that's why we should have been recording. And, of course, we didn't. But I'm going to tell you guys the story now. It's real short. Don't worry about it. So I went to work, and, uh, well, let me just back up. So, see, I said it's a short story, and it's not. About a week or so ago, our CFO at the company I work I work at, he's in his early 60s, and he said something about Star Wars because he knows I also like Star Wars. And everybody remembers me as the Star Wars guy. For some reason, they don't remember me as the Star Trek guy, which shows we've got a problem out there in the community, people. We got to get the general public on board with Star Trek, at least to the level of Star Wars or close to it. So anyway, he's, he, he thinks he's going to get to me by saying, hey, you know, Star Wars is never going to become fact, but Star Trek is. And I said, I agree with you. And he was surprised for a moment. He's like, what? And I said, well, yeah, because Star Wars is more fantasy, which fantasy will not become fact. I said, but Star Trek is science fiction and science fiction can turn into fact. So you're right. Star Trek is more fact than Star Wars is. And he was surprised by that. So he got in his head. Then he starts telling me, you know, I watched the original series when I was a kid. I, you know, I liked Star Trek. I was a Star Trek fan. So now fast forward to today, he calls me over and he's like, Bruce, I need to talk to you. I have a serious question for you. Have you been watching Star Trek Picard? And I'm like, yeah, of course I have. Why? And he's just like, well, I'm just trying to decide if I want to watch it or not. Should I, should I sign up for CBS All Access and watch it? I said, yeah, I think you should try it out. He goes, well, the reason I'm asking he's because I love Discovery. Love Discovery. He said just like that. And I'm thinking, here's a TOS original series fan who was a kid when it was on the air first. And a lot of times I think we think of Discovery fans as like, oh, well, they're like the younger generation, the older generation. The TOS fans don't really care for Discovery as much. And here's a guy that is telling me that he loves Discovery and he's an original TOS fan from back in the day. Nice. And yeah. I'm just like, this is incredible. And I'm thinking, and, and I told him, you know, Picard's a little different, you know, and I explained to him how it's different from Discovery. And for all I know, he may not like Picard. Let me put it this way. He may like the flavor of Discovery more than the flavor of Picard. <laughs> and that's fine. That's the other thing you have to understand about Star Trek, and especially how they're approaching these now, is each one's going to be a little different. So one may work for you and another one might not. And that's fine. Well, not really. I mean, you want to work them all, have them all work for you, but... <laughs> But, you know, not everything's going to work, you know? Yeah. Just, you may not like the new animated series, the Lower Decks stuff. You know, you may that may not work for you, but that's fine. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And like you said, especially with what they're doing now, like I, I was I was talking about this with a friend the other day and 
as different from the other series as Star Trek Discovery is, Star Trek Picard is a whole new animal for Star Trek, if you think about it. Because even Discovery, even though its format is different and its main character is not the captain, etc., etc., it's still centered on a crew, on a ship, or, you know, all of the, like all of the series were set on a ship or a station with a crew, you know, working towards this goal. Picard really is the first Star Trek series that's set in the universe, but not following that format at all. You know, and I should say this, this recording, we're up to episode four of Picard, which is absolute candor. So he does have his ship and crew now, but it's still not the same as those other Star Trek series. So, you know, what they're doing now with all these other series that are going to be coming out as well, Lower Decks and Section 31 and, you know, these three unnamed unknown series that they're talking about in, you know, going into production soon, they're all going to appeal to different people and some people are going to like like them, some people are not. Uh, I've seen online a lot of people saying, I really did not like Discovery. I was not a fan of Discovery, but I'm really enjoying Picard. Like, Picard's great. So not every show has to appeal to every single person. There's going to be different niches in the Star Trek universe to, for you to inhabit. And I mean, that's kind of always been true. I've known people who are, you know, huge fans of The Next Generation, but hated Deep Space Nine or loved Deep Space Nine, but really didn't like Voyager. That's just the way these things work out. And I think that's okay. There's room for all fans of Star Trek, regardless of if you only like a bit of it, or if you like all of it, or if you know every single technical detail of behind the scenes information, or if you like just that episode with where Picard says Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, you watched that one time and thought that was pretty cool. So you watched a few other episodes of TNG. That's fine. You're all fans. And I think there's room for everyone. Yeah. No one can tell you you're not a fan. Exactly. I don't even care. I don't care if anybody, if someone has only watched one episode of Star Trek or one Star Trek movie and says they're a Star Trek fan, that's fine. They can say that. If they, that means that they like it, there's something they like about it. And so they want to say they're a fan. That's fine. We're, there's no one here that has to say you're a fan or not absolutely and you know if someone says they're a fan you don't really think they're a fan so what let them think they're a fan let them tell people they're a fan because maybe that encourage other people to watch it and become fans who cares what they think of themselves just let it go yeah i mean the whole point of this is you know to fight find like-minded people who all enjoy this some aspects of the same thing you do we want to be inclusive we want to bring more people into the fold the more people who call themselves star trek fans the more likely it is we'll get more star trek for years to come so how could you not be for expanding this group of people who call themselves star trek fans i'm yeah we're all for it so i always relate things to dating and to food so get used to this people so i'm gonna relate to food right now so if you okay first of all i i love pizza get, uh, i mean i've always loved pizza i've never had i don't think i've never had pineapple on my pizza hmm. nor do i want pineapple on my pizza that's just, that concept does not work for me that's not pizza for me but that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate that other people like pineapple on their pizza. 
their Hawaiian pizzas or whatever, have a Hawaiian pizza. That's fine. Love it. I don't care. As long as I still can access my kind of pizza, that's fine. If anybody wants a Hawaiian pizza, fine. Go ahead and have that. But you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, they made a Hawaiian pizza. They have ruined pizzas. Pizzas are now ruined now because they made Hawaiian pizza. No, it's just another flavor. It's another pizza. Fine. Let somebody have their Hawaiian pizza. I'm going to have my pepperoni pizza. It's still there. So if you don't like Discovery, don't say it's ruined Star Trek. That's another flavor. That's another topping. Let other people have that. You still have your Star Trek. You can still watch your TOS, your TNG, your Enterprise, your Voyager, your Deep Sea, your TAS, whatever it is. And I threw that out for Aaron Harvey, by the way, because he loves <laughs> TAS. But, you know, it's like that's what it is. Like, who cares? Let people enjoy what they want to enjoy. And if they don't like something, then allow them to not like it. As long as they're not crapping over your stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, you know, and I did check, I did a little experiment and I checked after Star Trek Discovery came out and a few episodes had come out. I did look on my shelf and my TOS Blu-rays were still there. So that was good. They, they weren't ruined by the existence of Discovery. And I'm a, I apologize for being a little snarky there, but yeah, no, it's, it's the, the pizza metaphor was perfect because that's what it sounds like to me when I get those complaints or, you know, people criticizing other people for liking something that they don't. It strikes me as like in line at the subway and you ask for green peppers on your sandwich and the person behind you says, oh, green peppers on a sandwich. You're an idiot for liking that. I hate that. Well, no, like people have different tastes. It's fine. Yeah. And anybody from Chicago, listen, if somebody wants to put ketchup on their hot dog, let them. I know people in Chicago say you can't put ketchup on a hot dog. It's not then a hot dog if you put ketchup on it. So what? I don't care if somebody puts peanut butter on their hot dog. If that's what they want on their hot dog, then put it on the hot dog. See, this is my food metaphors. I can go into dating metaphors right now, but I'll save that for another time because those can be a little more interesting. Well, I got to say, uh, people who do put ketchup on their hot dogs are, in fact, monsters. So that's where I draw. Th- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shout out to my fiance, who's probably listening to this and enjoys ketchup on her hot dogs. You're crazy, but I'm okay with it. So you don't put ketchup on your hot dogs, Dan? I'm a mustard on a hot dog, and that's it, fan. But again, it's whatever people want. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I do both or one or the other. It just depends what mood I'm in, Hmm. you know? And sometimes I feel like a Voyager and sometimes I feel like a Deep Space Nine. It just depends what mood I'm in. Exactly. I, I, I tend to want Deep Space Nine more than Voyager, but... I do enjoy me a good Voyager every once in a while as well. You like to squirt a little bit of Voyager on your hot dog every once in a while. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm <laughs> feeling a little hungry and sassy, I guess. <laughs> it's that Neelix in you just coming right out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> well, I think this has kind of given you all a bit of an idea of where we're coming from with this podcast and what we're hoping to do. Uh, This first episode was kind of just a discussion about, you know, what it is to be a positive Star Trek fan and what we want to accomplish with this podcast. Yes. And feel free to send us ideas. Uh, Yeah, we're on Twitter at Positively Trek. We also have a Positively Trek Facebook group. So if you go on Facebook and search for Positively Trek, you can join our group. Right now, there's only two members, me and Dan. That's because none of you people knew about this until now. 
So yeah, just send us ideas. And like I said, we'll set up an email account at some point so you can uh, email us topics that you want us to talk about or just send us your thoughts on something. And then usually we'll ask you, you know, hey, is it okay we read it on the show and address your comments or your questions on the show? Um, yeah, let's 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 be positive about this. So I'm going to be uh, <laughs> really silly and show you how much thought we put into this immediately. We do have a Gmail account that I set up some time ago, and I just wanted to confirm it is in fact positively trek at gmail.com. So oh, positively trek. Positively Trek, all one word. Yes, because we're Positively Trek. We're not Positively Treks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Positively Trek at gmail.com. Wow. That's where we are. If you want to send us any notes, if you think we're ridiculous and, you know, we babble on too much, or if you have suggestions for show ideas or anything like that, we would love to hear from you. Yes. And uh, if you don't like the show and you don't want to listen, then don't listen. And you don't need to tell us why you don't like the show. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop listening. Because you know what? We may be the pineapple on your pizza that you don't like. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to say you're going to love this pizza. I think so. I think we're delightful. I think that we're served hot <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> we, the, you know, when you eat the pizza and you get to the end with the crust, we're still tasting good. I don't, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> Maybe I should go back to the dating metaphors. Let me do those instead. <laughs> and by the way, my dating metaphors are all from my past when I do that. Because I've been married for over 20 years. So, I no, I, I mean, I date my wife, but I don't date others. But I have really clear memories of back in my dating days. Hmm. All right. Well, that's what you can look forward to on upcoming episodes of Positively Trek are Bruce's dating stories from over 20 years ago. So there's probably not going to be a lot of texting or anything in those stories. So No, but there's a hot tub story I'm saving for one day. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. This will be a clean podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Dan. Right, we're not. Are we going to Picard this and say some curse words? <laughs> I think uh, we're going to just just for the sake of Apple podcasts standards. Uh, yeah, we're going to keep this uh, free of the more colorful metaphors. Yes. Yes. And we're not going to go into some weird, you know, inappropriate topics where you're like, OK, kids, I got to turn this off. You know, nothing like that. If we do, we'll do that as a separate show called Positively Trek after dark all right well uh bruce <laughs> why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to find out more about positively trek after dark i guess <laughs> well you can find me at admiral underscore rex that's admiral and underscore rex and uh yeah and then of course we're on literary tracks podcast on trek fm talking about this the books and comics which we have a lot of the authors on and we'll probably have some authors on this show too. And then uh, I'm also do a Star Wars report about Star Wars. And that's pretty much it. And you can find me around Atlanta because that's where I live, Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, wow. Really inviting the, uh, the up close and personal stalkers. Cool. Well, I just figure if anybody's local, you know, hey, let's uh, meet up and talk Star Trek. Woo. Cool. I'm all for it. Uh, well, I can be found on Twitter at Kurtrats. That's K-E-R-T-R-A-T-S. That's just Star Trek backwards. 
Uh, and my other big thing besides literary treks with Bruce is my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Productions, which is, as you can probably guess, all about Star Trek as well. And on that channel, Bruce and I do another thing with Brandy Jackala on Fridays after Star Trek Picard comes out. Now, I'm not sure when this episode is going to drop, so hopefully Picard is still going at that point once this episode gets put out. But um, we will be uh, on live and a live stream on Friday evenings uh, after each new episode of Picard talking about the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm really excited about is the next episode of Positively Trek because, Dan, we want to learn a little bit about you. We want to know how did you become a Star Trek fan and why you love it? So we're going to cover that in the next episode. We're going to dig deep into the universe of Dan. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not very much of an open book. I don't really like to share my life with others. Uh, But again, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and my YouTube channel and that other podcast that I do and, and all those other places where I desperately want you all to follow me and listen to the things that I have to say. Oh, I mean... Dang it. Well, I guess, hey, you know, we don't have any kind of weird wrap-up line yet. That will come eventually, I'm sure, as time goes on. But we'll just say, hey, see you on the next episode. Looking forward to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.